Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin from thebluesguitarshow.com. Hope everyone's having a really good week this week. Sorry I didn't manage to get an episode out last week. Uh, had a really busy week at work. Uh, lots and lots of things going on, but I'm back here for you this week. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Blues Guitar Show Podcast if you haven't already. Uh, you can head over to thebluesguitarshow.com, sign up to the mailing list and you get access to all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, I send out newsletters occasionally and you can have access to the tabs for some of the previous episodes. Now, some cool things that are happening this week. This Saturday is the UK Guitar Show. Please do let me know if you're planning on heading to the UK Guitar Show. You can send me a message on Instagram, direct message. I read all of those. Or you can email me, ben at, blues guitar, uh, ben at thebluesguitarshow.com. Uh, I'd love to meet some of you, hang out, uh, see anybody that's going to be there. Uh, there's going to be loads and loads of cool brands there they've got a kind of separate area for electric and acoustic this year it's in a new place it's in Cranmore Park up near Birmingham it's kind of in the Midlands apologies for you guys that are listening abroad uh, this is all quite UK centric stuff but um the guitar show it's gonna it's basically uh, if you if you're unaware of it it's the British version of Nam. Uh, I'm gonna be there on the Saturday um there's gonna be loads of artists doing masterclasses there's going to be live uh, live performance on the reverb live stage uh, there's going to be brands there like marshall orange prs faith guitars yamaha lime six uh, chapman guitars godin dunlop daddario dan electro monty rotosound um loads and loads of cool brands are going to be there it's basically like a it's like if you've never been to a if you've never been to one of these shows before it's like being in the world's biggest guitar shop. I mean, it's like thousands of people. I went to, um, I went to the, the Asian version of Nam. So, uh, music China, the, the one that's run by, um, who's it run by? Messa, Messa Frankfurt. Um, they do, well, they also do the one in Germany, of course. Uh, I went to their one a few years in a row and it's absolutely huge. And I've done the UK bass guitar show a few times too. It's, it's really cool. It's like being in a massive guitar shop, but also there's a bunch of amazing players there who do live masterclasses and things like that. So I'd say it's well worth going. If you're going to be in the area or if, uh, if you're around the UK, definitely worth checking it out. So on that note, what I thought we'd talk about today is something a little bit different. We talk about guitar shopping, which is something presumably everyone that's listening to this podcast is very familiar with and knows much about. I'm going to take you through what I think are the five main criteria for choosing the right guitar for you. I'm going to talk you through my kind of process when I look at buying a new instrument, uh, which I've done. I haven't done yet this year, but it's early days. Uh, I got one new instrument last year. I try and limit them, or rather my wife tries to limit how many I buy. Um, but there are some really important things when it comes to guitar shopping. So I'm going to talk you through five things that I think are essential when you think about buying a new guitar. Okay, so I'm going to take you through these things in no real particular order. But these are just the five things that I think is really important to think about when you're considering buying a new instrument. Now let's... 
let's assume for now that you've already made the decision what kind of instrument you want. Uh, but that is, of course, the first place to start. Do you want an acoustic guitar? Do you need an acoustic guitar with a pickup? Do you want a semi-acoustic, a hollow body, a solid body, electric? Um, let's assume that you have an idea of what kind of guitar that you want. So for argument's sake, let's say you either want an acoustic or an electric, because that's nice and simple. There are five things that I always try and think about when I'm approaching buying a new instrument. In no particular order, these are price, look, feel, playability and sound. Now, I say in no particular order, but I actually do think that sound is probably the least important one for me. Partially because I'm a big believer that the sound comes predominantly from you, from your fingers. But also because if you don't have the first four in check, the fifth one then doesn't matter. So let's start by talking about price. Now, as we know with guitars, it's pretty shocking how expensive guitars can get. Um, you can get a decent guitar, I would say, from around, let's do this in dollars, as I know most people are listening over in the US. I would say you can get a decent guitar from around $300 up to $3,000. That's your kind of range. Now, the lower end of that scale is probably going to be a little bit difficult in that I don't think the guitar is going to last very long. A sub $300 guitar is great for a beginner, absolutely no problem. But I think if you're looking for an instrument that you're going to, you know, that's going to sustain you throughout your guitar playing career, I think below $300 is probably not tenable. Above $3,000, you tend to find you get into the realms of uh, collector guitars. And these aren't really guitars that we're really looking to, you know, hammer on, play on. Uh, for a long period of time, certainly probably wouldn't be looking at gigging with a $3,000 guitar, things like that. I think most professional players, certainly the ones that I know, you tend to have instruments that are between that kind of seven, $800 to $1,200 range is generally where you kind of at with your professional gear, professional gigable gear, because there's a big difference between professional musicians that play gigs a lot, um, like myself, um, or ones that do solely session work where all their work is in studios and they don't have to truck guitars around i mean I'm, my guitars are forever being thrown in and out of the back of my car so it's important that they're not you know they're not three thousand dollars a piece so when it comes to thinking about price when you think about buying a new guitar i think one of the most important things to think about is that what is your purpose for the guitar is it a guitar to kind of sit at home and play with uh, is it going to be what i call like a living room guitar um, you're going to sit and play in your living room and you want, of course you want a decent instrument, but you don't need something that is of a quality where, you, you know, it needs to be on studio recordings and things like that. I think if you're thinking of having a guitar as a kind of casual player, a casual kind of intermediate um, guitarist, I would say you probably want to be looking between five and eight hundred dollars. Um, but of course, anything above that is an extra bonus if you can afford it. But really, the main thing is that I think you need to set what your kind of goal is for what you want to spend on a guitar and then push to the upper limit of it. Because essentially, the difference between a four five hundred dollar guitar and a seven eight hundred dollar guitar can be massive. I think the there's a kind of curve, really, in that I think once you get above twelve hundred, the, the difference in quality between twelve hundred dollar guitars and three thousand dollar guitars is much less considerable than between $300 and $1,000. So you can you can kind of really make a big difference in that area if you push to the upper end of your budget. But really, it's whatever you're happy to spend. If you're looking for a guitar and you go, I've only got, you know, I've got $500 I want to spend, 
on a guitar that's that you know that's no small chunk of change uh you can certainly get a decent guitar for 500 dollars. i've got guitars that i play all the time um that are uh 500 and under in fact the guitar that i play for this podcast throughout all of the intros uh is a is a squire uh, a made in japan squire stratocaster which i think is probably slightly over that now but certainly when i uh when i when i bought it or when it was bought um as it was a, it was a gift um it was sub 500 pounds so sub 500 dollars for sure so set your kind of price in your head what you think you want to pay for a guitar what you think you can get for that and then push to the upper limit of it i would highly highly recommend uh looking on the second hand market because i think guitars if they're looked after actually get better with age i think almost every instrument i've got is a second hand instrument i don't i don't know if i've ever bought i know i have actually the one i bought last year but generally I always buy secondhand instruments. And when you're looking for a secondhand instrument, just make sure that you get a chance to go and play it and go and give it a real kind of look over. Make sure there's nothing structurally wrong with it. Check the intonation, um, check the neck, make sure there's no warping there and just play it. So obviously with secondhand instruments, you're looking at getting more for your money. A secondhand Gibson Les Paul, for example, you could probably get for six, $700, whereas a new one might be 1000 1100 something like that. Um, so definitely check out the second hand market but what you want to be doing is setting your kind of price in your head and then pushing to the upper limit of it um, to try and really make sure that you get something that's going to sustain you and something that you're going to kind of fall in love with now the second thing was the look of the guitar now this is I think really underrated people don't really talk about this enough and I think I've got an extra kind of perspective on it because I'm left-handed and I think as I was saying earlier about how cool being at the guitar shows are and it's like being in a massive guitar shop. Well, it's a little bit like, I don't know, being a diabetic in a sweet shop for a left-handed person. Because I look at all of these amazing guitars and think, oh, I really want to try that one. I want to play that one. Oh, they've got this, you know, you know, custom-made whatever. Uh, but they don't have a left-handed one. There'll be like three dusty left-handed guitars in the back of the shop. And they'll all be like, you know, <laughs> they'll all be Yamaha Pacificas or uh, some gear for music, you know, trash. Um, so you, you get massively limited as to what you can have. And what the, what kind of normally happens is that you find the guitar you want, but you do, you don't have a choice of colors. You just have, you know, there's that one guitar or alternatively you have to go online to try and look at buying one and then you don't get a chance to play it. And then, and I think even if you go into a shop and you play a, uh, a Fender Stratocaster made in uh, Mexico and you think this is amazing. And then you go online and buy a Fender Strat made in Mexico because you prefer the color online you haven't played that guitar. And even though they're the same and they're made in the same factory, there's something about guitars where they're all just slightly different. So you really want to play the actual guitar that you're buying, which makes it really difficult to buy guitars online unless you can go and try them. Um, But as I was saying, I think it gives me an extra kind of um, perspective on how important it is to have a guitar that you really like the look of. Because sometimes you play a guitar and you think, oh, it plays great, but I just I just don't like the way it looks. Or it's just, you know, the style really doesn't suit me. You know, for example, I'm obviously a, I'm obviously a blues and jazz guitarist. Uh, if I was to go and play a Gibson Explorer, it might feel amazing. Um, but I, the look would be wrong for me. You know, I would look like I was uh, in Metallica or something. It would just It would just not look right. And so it is a really important part of it. It's an important part because I think... A guitar that you like the look of, firstly, you'll you'll have out on display in your house, which is important because if it's in a if it's tucked away in a bag under your bed, you're not going to bother getting it out and playing it. Secondly, you're going to be excited to play it, and thirdly, you're going to want to take it out 
and you're going to want to take it out on the road with you. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just one of those things like guitars that look really cool. You just want to pick them up. It's a cool thing. It's like driving a good looking car, isn't it? You know, and I think uh, back to what I was saying about being left handed. Sometimes it's like going into a car showroom and they've got all of these Ferraris and then they've got one in the corner that I can drive that's puke green color, you know. <laughs> so um, so it's really important to get one that you like the look of. And I think, t- to be honest, with you, I think that's my starting point when I think about buying a guitar. You know, I, I think uh, price and look. And it sounds very shallow and very unmusical, but it's the truth. I think uh, I look at guitars and go, that looks that looks freaking cool. And it's a price that I'm kind of happy with. Let's go and investigate that. Because um, I think those things are really important. And I think they're kind of uh, they're kind of overlooked a bit. But the third one is, of course, a very musical one, which is feel. So we've got price is the first one. Uh, the look is the second one. And the third one is feel. So this is, let's say you've gone somewhere to go and try a guitar uh, that you're thinking about buying. Feel is really just how it feels to play. And I think you need to be really careful to try and determine the difference between a guitar that feels great and a guitar that's been really well set up. Because um, quite often what happens is your the, your guitar that you play at home might have older strings on it. You haven't bothered changing. Um, your neck might be a bit dirty and, you know, things like that. And then you go to a guitar showroom and you go, okay, hand out a guitar that's just been set up and it's got, you know, fret fast all over the... Uh, all over the strings and uh, it's been set up perfectly and got brand new strings on it and suddenly it feels amazing. Um, so you need to try and determine the difference between how the guitar feels and how the setup feels and that's very, very difficult to do. But when you think about the feel of a guitar, what I kind of mean more than the feel of playing it, which we'll get onto, um, it's more how does it feel to sort of uh, to sit with or to stand with? How is the weight? Is it kind of ergonomically fitting well around your body you know some guitars for other for different people are, are more uncomfortable for example i've never found it comfortable to play a flying v um i don't know what it is i just don't find it comfortable um strats have always been the most comfortable for me i had a um I had a telecaster um a couple of years ago never found it comfortable to sit down and play so it's it's all those kind of things you know this is your first this is your chance to try and try that guitar you know you like the look of it the price of it's something that you think you can work with try it and see how it actually feels um so think about things like weight and then ergonomics and how fat is the neck is the neck profile something that you like um is it similar or different to the other guitars you've got because of course you want to build up a collection of guitars that have slightly different things about them so the feel is really important as well the next one would be playability so we've got price look feel playability now this is much more about how it feels to play and it's kind of very linked to the to the feel of it but i think the feel of it is how you feel sitting or standing with it uh, the playability would be how easy it is to play now this i think actually is much more important when you're looking at buying an acoustic guitar than an electric guitar because electric guitars for the most part um should all feel pretty good i mean there will be differentials with the uh you know, with the string spacing and then with the, the profile of the neck and things like that. But like I say, if it's well set up, it should feel good to play an electric guitar. Acoustic guitars can be a much different beast. Certainly if you're shopping for older acoustics and things like that, you might find that they've got really um, strong string tension, uh, which makes it very hard. It might have very high action that's very difficult to change on an acoustic sometimes. Um, so you really need to kind of have a play with it and see see what you think about it. Uh, give extra attention to inspecting the neck 
and uh, looking at whether or not there's any warping going on. Um, make sure that if you're looking at playing slide or anything, that there is enough movement in the action there that you can raise it slightly and you can uh, you can use your slide. So when you're playing an acoustic, certainly it's much more important to be thinking about the playability. Uh, as it is also with an electric, but I think with an acoustic, they are a little bit more difficult. They're a little bit harder to... Um, what's the word? They're a little bit harder to change and kind of adapt to your needs. Uh, they're a little bit, they're just a different beast. So with an acoustic particularly, I want you to really um, think about how does it play. I, I don't think it's ever really a good idea to buy an acoustic guitar online, sort of sight unseen. Um, I have done it and I've had I've had one successful case of doing it. But uh, actually two, I had two. But I think, yeah, it's much, but you need to play them really. You need to really play them. And I think even if it's a reputable company, for example, they're, uh, I, a few years ago, bought a Fender uh, Acoustic Online. A Fender Acoustics are okay. They get a bit of a bad rep, but I think I think they're pretty good. I really like their necks. Um, and that one was okay, but I actually played one that somebody else had that was very was the same same brand, same model, and it, I just couldn't get on with it. So playability is a really important factor. And the last one is sound, the overall sound. Now this, again, I think is more important with an acoustic guitar than an electric because it's much different to change, but... When you're thinking about buying an electric, one of the key things you need to think about is whether or not you're looking at humbucking pickups uh, or whether you're looking at single coil. And whether you like the Strat sound, whether you like the Les Paul sound, whether you want something that sounds like a 335, that all needs to be taken into consideration. And then when you find the instrument that you're looking for, i.e. a Strat, an SG, a Les Paul then does that instrument sound the way you want it to sound? And it's very hard to test this because every guitar shop's going to have nice uh, amplifiers and stuff that you plug into brand new, nice sounding amps. Um, the way that I would suggest testing it is just to flatten everything, everything you can. So plug it into an amp, absolutely clean, flatten out the treble, middle and bass all at five and then see how it sounds. With an acoustic, of course, there is much more difference. You want to make sure that you get a nice warm tone. You want to make sure that you've got a really uh, rich kind of sound when you're playing chords. Does it pick up well when you're finger picking? Um, these things are all really important, especially when it comes to playing an acoustic. The other thing about acoustics is a lot of them now come with a pickup pre-built in. Um, good ones would be like Fishman or a Piezo underneath the, uh, the 12th fret, something like that. But always worth plugging it in as well to hear how it sounds plugged in because what you really don't want is an amazing sounding acoustic and then you plug it in with the pickup which is what you'll do probably at most things you know most events gigs open mic nights you play uh, and it sounds a bit a bit cheap um so really worth making sure that the pickup is also of a good quality which is something that does happen you do get really good sounding guitars and then they just put these kind of lower quality pickups in them and they don't sound amazing um you don't of course need a pickup Plenty of paces, uh, if you're playing an acoustic, will give you a mic, put a mic in front of the guitar. Uh, you can't really beat that. I mean, certainly with the older guitars, if you're looking at buying anything vintage, it's not going to have a pickup in it, nor should anybody put a pickup in it. Um, but yeah, so these are the most important things. So when it comes to buying a guitar, think about the price, think about the look, how does it feel, how is the playability, and what does it sound like? Uh, please do let me know if anyone's bought a guitar recently. I always like to hear about new guitar stories. I always would like to see new guitars, especially, like I say, as I'm left-handed. I can kind of live vicariously through other people who can uh, who can buy whatever guitar they want. 
Um, so it'd be really cool to see. Uh, I would love to meet some of you at the UK guitar show. So if you are heading there, shoot me a uh, DM on Instagram or send me an email, ben at thebluesguitarshow.com. Let me know you're going, if you're going to be there on the Saturday. And uh, yeah, we'll hang out. And don't forget to follow on Instagram at Blues Guitar Show Podcast. Sign up to the mailing list at thebluesguitarshow.com. If you're interested, any of you are secret bass players, uh, benmartinbass.co.uk is the site for my bass playing stuff. Um, I've started doing remote sessions again, so if you're interested in listening to any of my bass playing, I've recorded and released a couple of EPs and stuff like that, solo bass kind of jazzy stuff. If that's your bag, then you can head over to benmartinbass.co.uk. Otherwise... Take it easy and I will catch you all next week. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.